When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Chat of the Wild is a part of the Greenlit Podcast Network. To find out more information, as well as other great shows, go to greenlitpodcast.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Chat of the Wild, uh, Wind Waker season. Uh, Yeah, on our last episode, we did a lot of exploring. Uh, We found the fire and ice arrows... Um, killed a lot of sea monsters and just kind of sailed around and had a good time. Okay, so I want to clear up something from earlier. I said it in our text, uh, but I got made fun of in a recent episode for saying that Dragon Roost is my favorite part of the entire game. That is not the case. I just like that island a lot. I want to make sure that that, because we get, I get to a part in this game that is one of my favorite parts of the game. Just want to clear that up right now. We completely believe you. This is not revisionist history at all. <laughs> uh, and one more note that the Star Belt Archipelago is the biggest waste of suck on the map. I spent some time there and found a whole lot of nothing and was very upset by it. What's on that one? It's just, uh, I think it's meant to look like the constellation Orion. It's just a bunch of peaks coming out of the water. And there's just birds and a treasure chest you can get there from a, t- a chart. And that's it. I mean, to be honest, there's a few islands that do a similar thing. Like, I went to a couple of them where I went through this whole thing, and then they were like, here, you did it. Here's 200 rupees. And I'm like, thanks. Okay. I mean, rupees mean more in this game than they have in most other Zelda games. I would say since, like, the first one. Yeah. What have you all been using your rupees for? Because I I feel like that's come up a couple times where it's like, you know, money is very important in this one. But You'll need it to decipher your maps. I've deciphered a few maps, but I haven't really done anything with them yet. It's just, just for, that that's a mandatory tangle. part of the game, and it's very expensive. And there isn't... Is really that for the of... fork maps? Or Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, and then also, uh, I have slowly bought things from Beetle's expensive shop. He's got a heart piece and treasure chart and something else I don't remember. But three things worth getting a bottle. from him. Is it a bottle? In the in the Wii U one is this has been the problem is I've been looking through some things of like they do change up places and like things in the in the HD one where it's it's kind of harder when we're talking about it on a podcast where we break these things down where I'm just like uh, that wasn't in my room like that's not that's not the treasure I got here yeah I'm I'm gonna brush uh like a topic later that is gonna have completely different items in both games so. For the real part of the game, we're going to get to the Fire Island. This has an item that we need to get into the Earth Temple. Uh, in order to get into these islands, though, we need our bows of ice and fire. And to even step foot on this, you have to shoot the volcano of the Fire Island. Yeah, you with have an to ice shoot arrow. the magma spout. Yeah. Like, yeah, which I was just like firing arrows off into the island proper. Well, because so. I did, I mean, we can talk about both islands at this point, right? And like knock them out because it's not like we get, we're going to go 
to the thing on there because I, I did both. Okay. Yeah, yeah, the the ice one you do just hit it anywhere, but then the magma one you do have to hit it at the very like you have to hit the magma coming out of the volcano. You have to cool it all down with with the magma coming from the core. I guess I guess that you freeze the entire set of magma underneath, <sighs> or just cool it off sure. or something. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It explodes once it's frozen. And yeah. it, it creates a timer that you have, like, four minutes to get it in and out. Which Five I didn't really... online. I don't know if that's different. Okay. I, I, like, I felt like for the Magma Island, at least, like, the timer... What, like, the there was no fear of running out of time. Whatsoever. You gotta be really bad. <laughs> yeah. You gotta be really bad, and, you know, there's, like, some... There's, like, the keys or whatever in inside the island that can knock you in the lava, but really, it was just, like, super quick. Um, yeah, it's, it's like, stay out of the lava, kill the two Volvagaia worms, mm-hmm. um, and I don't know, I think it would have been nice if they incorporated the water jars making a platform, that mechanic from the uh, first dungeon, which was kind of, like, a really cool part of the first dungeon. That would have been no, awesome. it's it's just the platforms. You just gotta hop across the platforms. I won't Don't get, get hurt by keys. I won't go too far into it again because I've brought this up numerous times. Both of these little island things just reminded me. Oh, they were rushing this game out. Mm-hmm. I, I think one thing about the ice island. I don't know if you feel the same way. I, we've complimented the like the sounds, like the music, and just the background like sounds and everything of this game so many times like or sound effects i guess is the proper word but link the sound he makes when he's slipping on ice (laughs) is the most awful thing ever i mean it's like if he did it once every like 30 seconds it'd be adorable but when you're walking around and trying not to fall off of this like little icy path it's just like constantly and you're constantly overcorrecting yourself. Yeah. Well, yeah, and because yeah, he's just like, <laughs> and it's just like it, it, you can slightly move a little bit because it's just like him. It's a sound of like him slipping. And I get the idea where they were like, oh, it'll be cute that when you're like sliding around, if he loses control, the problem is, is there like, if I'm remembering correctly, this is like the only slippery ice area in the entire game. I haven't come across any other ice areas that I can think of. Yeah, so. so like it's weird that they did that for this and then it felt like kind of broken in it because of the sound will like overlap with itself and it is just an annoying sound effect. Well, I'm glad to know that there's not a dungeon because like as soon as we like, I got on there and it was like, oh, we're getting the iron boots. Like, I was like, are we going to have to go through an entire ice dungeon or like a half ice dungeon? Because it's like, I'm going to lose my mind. I'm just going to have to put on like smooth jazz in the background and turn off the music. <laughs> Probably in the original intention of the game, like I, I can, I could have seen them building a bigger ice cavern underneath this. But... Yeah, I imagine both of these originally being dungeons, yeah, like true dungeons, but they just didn't have time. Mm. Yeah, instead of just having the item hidden inside it. Yeah, I mean, because these are both big items. Like mm-hmm. you would normally get these in a dungeon. Like these are well, there, you... there's a. <laughs> yeah, in a 2D game, you would definitely get a, a power upgrade, a second power upgrade. Like uh, in, in Ocarina, the second power upgrade was just hidden in Ganon's castle somewhere. Sure. 
Uh, oh. but the silver gauntlets were were a dungeon item, basically. Yeah. They, well, also that was the child section, so that was just kind of a, a minor dungeon, but because he was a child. <laughs> yeah, I guess the minor dungeon. Oh. <laughs> it's not as long as the adult section either, so that's I, w- I walked into another one. All right, uh, so we get the iron boots, we get the power bracelets. Uh, we're going to focus on the power bracelets for this one. Power bracelets uh, enable us to pick up these giant stone heads that are scattered around the Great Sea. Uh, I can think... One of them is blocking the entrance of the dungeon. The, I can think of two off of the top of my head. And one of them was Stonewatcher Island. And the other was Outset Island. Uh, Stonewatcher Island has... like mm-hmm. You go underneath once you pick up the stone head. You go down a hole... And you find a circular room. It's got a bunch of doors around it. Uh, the room you come in, and then the room directly across is locked. And you have to go into the four rooms around the circle and kill the bad guys inside. I don't know. if Did anyone else do this? No, I haven't done that one yet. Okay. Um, there is a trick on like speedrunners use where uh, once you beat a room, a torch lights up above it. And so they figured out a way to light the rooms up. And then go in and beat one and then not have to fight the other three. I tried that. It did not work. Um, but we can, we can talk about that if later when you guys get to it. Uh, it's basically just for a, a Triforce chart or something. I've done a dungeon like that already. I don't know if it's the same. Yeah, I mean, because I remember getting a Triforce chart at the end of it. or Either that or a piece. I can't remember. But there's, a, there's at least another one that does the same kind of thing. Yeah, uh, at the very end, you fight two Dark Nuts, and there's a bunch of pillars around you. Maybe it is Yeah, I think you nut. fight one Dark Nut and the other one. So there's, there's like, an easier one. It, well, and they do this a lot, where they do sort of copy the same style, because I came across another little grotto. Um, now that I have the iron boots, there's an island where you have to have like all the, you have to step on a switch with the iron boots. You have to use the hammer to put a switch down. Then there's two other kind of switches on there. And then when you go down there, you have to fight. It had the, the room where it had the mouths Mm -hmm. on the sides of the walls where the enemies walked out of, and you had to fight an, an insane amount of enemies coming out there where at one point I was fighting three dark nuts at once. And it was a couple of them were like the the higher level ones. Like they had like the black armor and all that. So it was tough. Somehow, even in my hero mode, I didn't even have to use one of my fairies. So even though it was, it was super chaotic and I got through it, I was just like, yeah, <laughs> like getting all the way done without having to use one of my fairies. Have you, uh, how many fa- hearts do fairies bring back in this one? A bunch. Is it did, enough? It's not, a, it's not a full thing though, right? I, well, I haven't been counting. Okay. But probably not. Okay. I've been meaning to ask you about that, but I figured... Also, HD version, man. I don't know. Maybe they changed it. Oh, yeah. Maybe they okay. gave me more. That's true. Uh, I did use the swords uh, that the Dark Nut dropped to knock down all of the pillars around it and to get all the goodies that came out. There were lots and lots of rupees to be had, which, as we talked about before, we definitely need. Uh, also, on Outset Island, to bring that one up, uh, I finally took care of Grandma. I've been putting that off for a while, Good. so I've got soup now. Which I'm happy about. And I turned in all my crests. So I get the hurricane spin, which isn't very useful, but... I used it at the boss on this one. I'll talk about it when we get to it at the end. It was oh, fun. Oh, see, I did... Mm, mm, yep, I, I did too. But he, did any of you visit the uh, never-ending gauntlet of sorrows here? No. 
Not yet. I'm gonna do it next. Okay. So so I'll hold on to that one. Um, it is like one of my favorite parts of the game, but as it stands right now, we can only do the, like half of it. We need uh, an item which we will get in this dungeon to get all the way to the bottom, which I think for BC and I will be a piece of heart, and for Jeremy, it's where he gets his hero's charm. Yep. So you'll kind of. I'm not that. gonna. G- I'm just gonna tell you, I'm not going for it because yeah. I know, but I, I don't need it. Like it's. Yeah. I don't know. Can we talk? Can we just say what the hero's charm is? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it brings up a life bar for all the enemies when you're wearing it. That's cool. Not really useful in this game, though. I have been using it, and I've been fine with it, but, you know. Wait, where'd you get it? Uh, we get it in a much easier place. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, when you bring the joy pendants to the teacher, she'll take uh, one, and then she'll take 20, and after she takes the 20... She will give you a cabana deed, which we will need in a couple episodes. So we mentioned it. We mentioned that already in a yeah. previous episode. If you uh, bring her twenty more, she will drop the hero's charm on you because it's jewelry or something, and she's obsessed with jewelry. Gotcha. So yeah, just just give her twenty more. Uh, I think. No, I think I had enough to get it before I I went I I went in and did the the gauntlet. But is it just always on? No, you can toggle it on and off from the. Not the item menu, but the the one over with your heart pieces and your like gear on the side. It's like the only thing you can do on that screen. Yeah, is toggle that okay. on and off. But it's not like you like you don't have to use an item slot for it or anything. No, like that. No, 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 not at all. And it's cool to like. I, again, I'm I'm a sucker for games that let you accessorize your characters. <laughs> and I was I loved the fact that you could make him wear a mask, like cool but knowing that i have to go through like the hardest dungeon and i'm playing in hero mode I, for that nah i'm good i'm good i've uh, gone and- back and forth of whether i'm not want to like 100 percent this game but i don't think i will because it's on the wii u <laughs> i'm not gonna 100 percent it because then you have to do the trading quest and that's just boring i don't want to do i don't want to do orcas his 300 hit challenge oh yeah oh and yeah, I that's also back. something that's on this island, Orca. You have to do the other challenges before you do the 300 hit challenge one. Because I did 300 hits, but it was the first time I did it. And yeah. It just gave me whatever the first reward was. Yeah. And I was, it was just like, never again. What? Yeah, absolutely never What? Again. Well, because you get a heart piece for that. And then I also don't care to do the, the, uh, the Deku trees nope. thing. Because nope. that's just another heart piece. And I'm like, nope. If that's all I'm hold, if that's gonna keep me from doing 100, percent yeah, I'm not gonna completionist this one then. Yeah, no. I mean, I'm gonna try and get as, as many of the charts as I can because I enjoy doing that. But no. I'll save that for the Switch version that comes out next year. Right, of course. Yeah, I think they always come out as soon as we're done covering them. Yep. We can get to it when we go to the Earth Dungeon, but like one thing for me is like sometimes. I guess money is valuable in this game, but sometimes it's like you do a bunch of extra stuff in a dungeon, and at the end you get a chest with a joy pendant. And it's like, I can get tons of these <laughs> yeah. anyway. Why did I go out of my way to get a joy pendant? Or why did I go out of my way to get this chart, and like the chart is just like rupees or something? She still yeah. takes joy pendants off you for rupees, I believe. I think so. I think I if you go and turn them into her, she'll still give you rupees in exchange. Yeah. So they still, I believe they still have a use after that. 
Because I think I did it. I got the deed, and then I gave her some more, and I believe that's all she gave me was just some more rupees. Okay, but that could just be your version. We'll see. Exactly. <laughs> Again, it's hard to it's hard to be definitive about this without the the list of all the changes they. Well, made. then that's that's why we're here to to compare notes. Yeah, we're just talking about our journey. Don't yeah. Don't go to don't go to uh, some wiki website to figure out the differences. Just sit through eleven episodes or however many from this season. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, I finally also went back to to Windfall and just <laughs> swept up all the treasure charts I'd missed and got some goodies there. Uh, and my silver membership card arrived in the mail. So that's going to come in handy when I need to save the world later. <laughs> Does anyone else gotten their silver membership card yet? No, I'm I'm almost I almost have my map completely filled up. So like I don't even I need to just like waste my like, buying. Yeah, I just got to like uh, why? Use it. I, I was buying bombs because I, I spent a lot of time running around destroying uh, the squids. Uh, so I used up a lot of bombs doing that. So I've bought bombs from him, and that might be why I'm a little farther ahead. But All right, so when we get to the Earth Temple, we can't just stroll on in. We can pick up the head, but there is a giant stone tablet inside with uh, music conduction instructions, musical instructions. I like conduction instruction. Conduction instruction. Instructions. What's your function? What's your instruction? After learning the uh, Earth God song, though, that's what's on the tablet. It will prompt a Zora sage, like a, a ghost from the past, to appear before length and kind of let us know what the lowdown is. Like, hey, here's why your sword's not great. Because I'm dead. Yeah, because I'm dead. <laughs> that was my job, was to pray to the gods, to keep your sword great how weird would that be if like even on this whole journey you're going on that a ghost showed up to you in a form that you don't recognize where you're just like it's a weird fish person what is this thing (laughs) i'm sure there's legends like i love that her name is larudo so like clearly like princess rudo's like granddaughter or something that's just a name they use Everyone, everyone, everyone's something Rudo. Well, BC, do you know what Larudo means? No. It means the Rudo. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> I should have known. I should have known, Jim. <laughs> it means giant elephant <laughs> for some reason. Uh, yeah, so she was killed when Ganondorf returned. Um, and then I think later she says that something else killed her. Like It, it sounds like she says Ganondorf's the one that killed her. So we're, we're tasked to find her descendant to to become the new sage or at least fulfill her role as the person who prays. And so there were two things I took issue with, with this. And it's like, one is I, I, I could be wrong. I thought she just said the descendant of her people. Like, no, I think she says like literal descendant. Yeah. So yeah, it's medley. We all know it's medley. And like, but one, I'm like, if the world flooded, why aren't the Zora still around? Like, yeah, I, I was just thinking it'd be cool if they had like an Atlantis style world, right? Yeah, I like that was the thing that we came up with during Breath of the Wild because we got to a point in that season where we're like, wait a minute, like this breaks the timeline because we have Zora's and Rudo's or Ruda, Rudo, whatever, Rito, Zora's and mm-hmm. Rito. Sim- existing simultaneously and in Breath of the Wild they evolved into that but 
are, like I, I don't remember who brought it up, but they said, well, what if just some of them evolved and there's still there's still fish, there's still Zoras down there. Well, yeah, some I mean, of them that's, became birds. So that's that's typical evolution. Is that right? We, just, we right. have a split off. It's not like they every single one. You know, exactly. you don't have to have an extinction to go with an evolution. But but the the for all intents and purposes, the 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 Rudo have or the Zoras have disappeared. Right, because the because the sea is so deep, right? Like, like they, they have no have reason to, to come up anymore. to the to the surface. Right. Like the surface to them is like space to us. So like why why would we even go talk to those people? They kind of messed everything up last time anyway. Yeah, you had you had the few like Icarus that went all the way up to the top and they became the bird people eventually. Right. <laughs> they could not fly high enough or they could not fly close enough to the sun. Yeah, their fins melted off and became wings. <laughs> yeah, that's it. So yeah, the, the she mentions that she has a, an ancestor and says, "Hey, she's probably going to have the same harp as me." That sort of thing gets passed she down. She stole it. <laughs> You know how it is. Well, she's got a ghost harp now. She's fine. She doesn't need it anymore. Her ghost harp uses ghost vibrations. Yeah, does the ghost harp have a soul? Is that what they're? Is that what we're getting at? That's the like... notes are the are the ghost harp screaming to be heard. Uh, so yeah, so medley. We we said we we know who this is. Uh, so we head back to Dragon Roost. She's got the harp. I don't know if she ever did. She was just kind of holding it, wasn't she? She didn't really. Did she play it for us at any point, she, or for Kamali no, she, or something? Well, she was having a jam session when I got there. Well, yeah, yeah, you can hear her playing it when you get there. Yes, I don't know you if can. she ever played it before. So I, I decided I opted to just sail there instead of using fast travel because I had treasure charts to look at, I or look for, you know, things to look into. Yeah, I'm at the point now. I'm hopping around everywhere just because I've got most of the stuff. Mm-hmm. So arriving, yeah, as Jeremy said, when we arrive on Dragon, Dragon Roost Island, we can hear her. She's kind of hanging out, playing by herself up on the top floor. That dude still hasn't gotten in there for his job interview. He hasn't? I had a guy Oh, there. yeah. <laughs> I, I had a human person running the uh, the mail counter. No, he's not. No, he's or, still he's I mean, still really? down at the shore on mine. Oh, no. Same. Yeah, I had what a guy. What did you do he, to help him? Maybe I need to talk to him. I don't again. even know if I talked to him. I don't know if I ever talked to him. He was just I got to talk to him out. again because I want to help that dude out. I wonder if you have to actually play the game in order for them to. to like, cause I, I, played I played the game. that game and I hate that game. I, yeah, I, I mean, played it. I, I hate that I game. I played it and got it, you know, got the the final level of it and, and such. So I don't know. Maybe that's a thing. Uh, yeah, she's ha- Medley's happy to see us. She's says Prince Kamali has been keeping her filled in on our adventures. And she knows a little bit about what's going on. Uh, but she's like kind of sad and happy because now that Kamali had his bird mitzvah, he's he's all grown up and just be he's he kind of left her behind and so she's like it's it's kind of nice that you know I I helped him as my caretaker position but now I'm just sort of hanging out here playing my heart by myself all day. After we uh, we catch up with her for a bit, uh, we can take out the Wind Waker and she's like oh sweet you know someone to play with or whatever. You can conduct me and... and why did... Okay, why does she know what the Wind Waker is? Uh, I, I don't know. She's a music... Hey, musicians know these sorts of things. But why do they know, like, oh, you have the tool of the gods? Like, I don't... She's, it's such... she, she's like Valu's attendant, sort of. Yeah. She's an attendant to a god. I assume she <sighs> okay, knows about I guess. Stuff. She knows yeah. what's up. 
I guess. <laughs> After we actually play the Earth song with her, or Earth lyric, or whatever it is, uh, she's just like, oh, hey, I'm, I'm awake now. My eyes are open. I am uh, possessed by an ancestor. Uh, I know what must be done. I thought, well, I thought this moment was really cool. I didn't want to necessarily just, like, speed right past well, it. Well, no, like, go, go ahead. She, like, goes into shock. Like, she's okay. overwhelmed with information and yeah. literally, like, faints. And it, they have, like, this dramatic slow-motion moment of her, like, she falling like over. A, she has, like, a near-death experience, practically. Yeah, and then we get this 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 scene of her and the old sage like facing each other and they're just like playing with each other. And it's, I love this song too, that they play. Mm -hmm. So like, I just think it's a really cool like moment for her to, you know, it could have just been one thing for her to be like, Oh, I learned that that's an interesting song. Anyways, let's go. So like to actually put some impact in there where it's like, this is a, she, she knows everything. She understands the sages now and all this stuff. Yeah. And this, what is this song? Cause I feel like this song is, it's from the uh, start menu. It's the it's the it's half of the start, start menu, menu theme. Yeah. Ah, gotcha. Uh, we I was will... like, I know this is somewhere else in the game. <laughs> it is kind of it where. is like the Wind Waker theme. I think is really <laughs> yeah. what it's referred to as. Uh, the other we will do this again with a different person and instrument next episode. But their song is the other half of the start menu music. So when they put them both together, which I think I mentioned in episode one is one of the reasons why I love the start menu so much is no, those songs actually are more than just a cool like song for the, you know, before you hit start, before you go, it's actually part of the game. And the rest of us forgot that and made fun of you for spending so much time talking about the start music. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) So, so this is like my thing and this is my rant. I'll make it quick, but this scene as I was watching it I was like this is so messed up like imagine picking up a banjo and you just like <laughs> you got a banjo from your grandma and you're just like playing banjo and some dude shows up with like you know a washtub base of the gods and so suddenly this guy's playing some like some song and you're like oh I forgot like my great 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 grandma grandfish got killed by a ghost and so now i need to go to this dungeon underneath the water and live there for the rest of my life like she's not even religious and now she just has to spend the rest of her existence praying in this temple she just got out of a relationship you know she's looking for something new (laughs) she was thinking about getting a haircut and then all of a sudden her ghost fish grandma shows up and was like, hey, you want to go pray for the rest of your life? And she's like, yeah, cool, rocking, let's go. I know, it, it just seems like, it's like, oh yeah, you know these ancestors you didn't even know existed? It's like, well, now you know. So. <laughs> Sorry, you've been, you've been chosen. <laughs> so now that we have Medley in sage mode, uh, she hops in the boat and rides with us to the Earth Temple. Uh, this did not stop me from also running some errands so she just kind of had to sit in the boat for a while <laughs> <laughs> i literally just teleported which is hilarious Same. to like like link's always in the boat when like the cyclone happens but it's just like funny to imagine medley has like never been in the boat with link and like all of a sudden they're spinning super fast or it's just like you add on all the stuff you just said of her having this discovery hey jump onto my talking boat oh here comes right. a cyclone that's gonna launch us into space well, before we probably... land on the island we need to go to but i mean with her in stage mode she's probably just like what's up king yeah she knows all about this stuff yeah 
she she got the uh the the memory file now and she's like been upgraded she 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 can do kung fu how about that (laughs) yeah all right this is probably a good spot to take a break so we'll be back in just a little bit in this quarter on the Greenlit Podcast Network, Chris Sims and Matt Wilson. And in this quarter, VHS oddities, confusing animation, and modern not-so-classics. Plus snacks, movie fighters. We watch movies and beat them up. Video Death Loop is a podcast where we watch a short video clip on loop until we just can't take it anymore. Along the way, we'll try our best to make each other laugh and to hold out longer than the other guy. You can jump in on any episode. No need to worry about continuity. Check out Video Death Loop on the Greenlit Podcast Network with new episodes every Friday. Uh, so yeah, when we get her back to the air, oh, also when when I did lift a couple of treasure chests up from the bottom of the ocean, it just kind of pinched her onto the side of the boat while I'm just digging around in treasure chest. Looked very uncomfortable for her. <laughs> like, Hold on, let me just grab this money and we'll get out of here. Uh, yeah, so we, we walk back up to the stone tablet in the outside of the Earth Temple. And we play along with it. And this also brings another cool little scene where uh, Link and Medley kind of walk towards the, the maw of the dungeon and and hop down the the hole or the well or whatever and and we are in the earth temple. Yeah, it's still there's still a lot there like when I when I just see them walking up and they're just like, "Oh, here's this black pit that we can't see anything down." All right, they just nod at each other. Mm-hmm. Let's jump down this this endless pit. <laughs> yeah, I definitely uh first room forgot to carry Medley through the door of the room. So I had to go back and do the first room again because that's how you bring her from spot to spot with you so not always if she's close enough next to you she will go through the door that would must be an hd thing because <laughs> really? i've had her i had her right next to me and she didn't come through and not so. only that she goes back to the last door you came through yeah which is oftentimes at the beginning of the like she was at the very entrance again and i had to do the okay must be across the thing, thing. i went into this thinking that i was like oh crap we had to bring medley we're gonna have to like carry her around i just like thought of princess ruto all over again and i was like this is going to be the worst possible dungeon and i actually came out really really liking this dungeon. yeah it, it was pretty great uh i she, like aspects of it i still don't like having to carry her around i don't like having to carry her through the door uh but when there's reasons why i have to be holding her for her to do her flying bit uh that was okay so for the the context of the listener before you go into the dungeon King of Red Lions, a.k.a. King Hyrule, is like, hey, just so you know, like, you're going to have to go into this monster-infested dungeon, so here's how you can interact with Link. So we can pick her up, and she can kind of, like, we can fly around using her wings. Well, she she will she will fly in a straight line if we're holding her. Yeah. Uh, so if you jump off, it's kind of like you're holding a, um, what is it, the Cuckoos? Cuckoo? Is that the name of them? The yeah, but you don't really lose any altitude until she stops. It's like she can only go so so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then she can also follow. You can tell her to follow you around, and then she can also you can control her with the command melody. So she, you can walk around as her. She can fly around uh, for a limited amount of time. Mm-hmm. She yeah, she'll go freely she by herself. Actions. Yeah. So I just thought that it was cool that there was a variety of things you could do. It's like carrying someone around all the time 
sucks, but like carrying her around in the context of these are the different situations, kind of like what Brian said, like you have to pick her up to do this specific action. You ha- you can have her follow you around for other things. You can control her for certain things. So the variety of interactions between you and Medley is what made it cool to me. Yeah. Un- unsurprisingly, it's completely built around Medley and her abilities. Like that's the mechanic of the dungeon. Uh, there's other things you can do. This dungeon made me think about the fact that it's like, I'm very, I haven't forgotten a lot about this game mm-hmm. compared to some other game, uh, the Zelda games that we played. Um, this is one of the, this is one of the most played, not the, like, you know, I would, it's in the top like three or four most played Zelda games for me. So I wasn't like shocked or like, you know, surprised or forgetful about certain things. So I'm wondering if that makes me like it less when there are things that I like view as tedium having to like use my wind waker to like Mario Odyssey style, take over medley that like having to do that over and over. That's about the most tedious thing, but also having to pick her up and like, that's how it felt to me. I'm biting back a lot of like Majora's mask stuff on you right now. Just this whole, this whole episode there, this isn't as tedious as you think. (laughs) I I, 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 I I get, I get it. I totally get it. And and you know and you and you want to you want to talk about like how rushed this game was and and I got nothing but crap for saying that over and over during Majora's Mask and and you know like it it's a I understand like how this is a tedious dungeon because that stupid command song is dumb. I like what they do with everything though. I think this is a, a strong dungeon and and I I found it fun. I never thought that picking her up was that big of a deal because it's you know it's one button press. It's really easy to do. Um, Especially if she can follow you through doors, where she can't do that for us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there, there's also two other things she can do, which is use her shield to reflect light. Which, uh, if you you need her to do command melody as well to do that, because you want to get it in like the right spot. Uh, and then she also acts as a paperweight. She's a descendant of Princess Ruto. That is her function. <laughs> so in the truest sense, yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, also, partway through the dungeon, I think after we get the compass, Carl hits us up and he's like, hey, bro, um, don't worry about leaving Ashley around the dungeon wherever, or Medley around the dungeon. And, uh, like, you can see her on your map. She won't get hurt. And that sort of made me think we were going to have to leave her behind for a certain number of, like, puzzles and stuff. But that wasn't really a thing. The way they worded it, it made it seem like you're going to have to ditch her at times. But we never you really do, had though. to. We kept her with us like the whole time. At least you have I to did. Ditch her for a few things. Um, for like some of the bonus chests, like you leave her in a room for when you get the mirror shield, you have to leave her behind. Yeah, to, to fight the, uh, the oh, mini sorry. boss. I, yeah, no, that's, that's what we get in this dungeon. Yeah, we'll, we'll be getting that from the mini boss, or if you could call it a mini boss. Um. Yeah, and then also she has to stand on a switch to get. I think it's a treasure chart or just some treasure of some kind. Uh, but you have to go in that room alone. And I think you have to go back once you get the mirror shield as well. You can't just do that right away. I can't remember. Uh, yeah, I had completely forgotten about Redead until I entered the Redead room and immediately realized I was in a Redead room because mm-hmm. there were just uh, coffins all over the, the walls. Yeah, I know what this is. Uh, did anyone come up with a... a, a tried and true way of not getting nabbed by them 
Bombs. Bombs. Okay. I just chuck a bunch of bombs. It takes like four bombs, but oh. like I would just chuck them. They'd just like sort of turn their head towards me, but they wouldn't walk. Mm-hmm. If, I was, if you, know, you, far if you stay away. far enough from them, they kind of just stand there. Because arrows don't do anything to them. Uh, boomerang doesn't do anything to them. Doesn't boomerang stop hits. Them. Boomerang stops them for a second if you can actually hit them with the boomerang. But the 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 issue is if they haven't done their stupid slow mo screech thing, it. Uh, when you hit them with the boomerang, like it won't stop that. You, they'll still get into that if you're too close. They'll their head them. just moves a little bit. It's cr- so creepy, uh, but that's that's all that happens. Well, no, I mean, so there were a few that I was able to hit with the boomerang and then like stab before they they did the screech. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like there was also I think it just depends on the one in which like the some of the ones that came out of uh, the coffins like there was one instance where I threw my boomerang and it screeched and it literally like stopped the boomerang in midair right. and I watched him walk through the boomerang toward me is that like that the, was like they're creepy man is that like the equivalent of the you, you stab someone with a sword and then they pull themselves to you through the sword like yeah, that kind of creepiness <laughs> And the the thing that makes it so much worse than Ocarina is that it the camera just centers on their face, mm-hmm. like and like sitting there. Even though I knew it was happening because it happened ev- almost every single time, like watching the boomerang like stop in midair and watching it just like walk through my weapon. I was like, all right, I'm done with these. <laughs> I'm done with this dungeon. Game over. I'm out, man. <laughs> Uh, I managed to get something pretty consistent with them uh, using the ice arrow because it gave me enough time to close the distance. And okay. most, I was gonna say they, they don't do anything. Elements don't do anything. Most of the time, uh, it gave me just enough of like a window to get in there and start stabbing them before their screech, and I got them almost stun locked. But you know, like, if, to use that phrase, I guess might be the closest thing I could think of. Uh, but it didn't work every time. There's one room that we go to where there's just coffins. Li- there's like five or six coffins lining a circular sort of yes, room. Yes, that's, that's the first mm-hmm. one we come to. Yeah. Yeah. And you ha- like when you get near them and I was I was trying to be as efficient as possible where I was like, I'm going to open one on each end and then chuck bombs back and forth. And then like, OK, that was the most efficient way without them ever like doing their screech thing at me. Yeah, I didn't think to use the bombs, which is funny because I use them a lot later against a certain kind of enemy uh that room is it always the last coffin you open has the key in it no mine was the second one one on the right okay yeah Yeah, because i i went i started on the left and went all the way around no yeah and uh yeah i did i i chose poorly i i think you might still have to kill all of them for the ladder to come down i'm not sure no i think that's a different room there's a different room where the ladder is up okay i believe but before we stop talking about Rededs, the most terrifying part of them is that they don't explode as soon as they die. Yeah. They, they stay there for there. a while. And, like, even though I knew that was the case, every time I, like, knocked one down, I was like, I'm just going to watch. <laughs> I need closure. Like, as soon as I don't watch, it's going to pop up behind me yes. and murder me. I don't trust you. <laughs> yeah, so I, I, I talked about, well, I mean, I alluded to it. Uh, our mini boss for this one is... A set of identical triplet stalfo stalfolosis. 
got like yeah. three stout. Like, these are probably what they are. They're supposed to be Stalfos. With the boomerang and the hammer, these guys were nothing. With like, bombs, can... these dudes are nothing. Bombs. Bombs, oh, see, bro. I chucked a couple bombs at him, and it's like, it didn't feel effective. Like, I hit him with the boomerang, stunned him, and then I could just run up to him and slash him with the sl- sword, and that would ex- make him explode. Oh, really? If you if you put a bomb down on the ground, they will slowly walk into it, and then one bomb explosion will blast them to pieces, and you can just hit him with the boomerang to stun the head, mm. and, like, that's how I killed them. I... The thing is, they moved so slowly that, like, you kill one, and then two spawn. But literally, when there were two in the room, I forgot there were two in the room. Yeah, they, because they like barely move at all. Yeah. yeah, I I killed the I killed the second one before the third one even got over to me. So it was like, <laughs> well, he had to get down from his little coffin, uh, like raised platform that he was on. Uh, I I I just cooked the grenades or grenades uh, the bombs until they were about to go, and then threw them, and and it worked every time. I didn't even, I didn't even do that. stun them with the boomerang. I just ran in and chopped their head up. Uh, we didn't mention, uh, in terms of like setting something down and waiting for them, we have a new type of chew in this one. Ones that turn to stone. Oh, that's right. That you have to like sort of coax them to slowly walk towards the sunlight. In which case, in order yeah. To, uh, yeah. Or can... just like have uh, Medley run, like, run around circles with Medley in circles with Medley following you. And and that will her shield if if she hits the light on her back. Yeah. Oh Luke, sure. Yeah. yeah, I guess I never thought of using her like offensively in that way. I, I use her to I tried to use her to stand in a circle because I didn't realize if I did control she would uh or the command melody that I could get her to hold her shield at first. So I tried to position her in ways to uh use her back to like knock out some of the blocks that that we have to use sunlight to destroy that's also a thing in here there will be things hidden behind blocks with a little sun dial on sun logo on it uh but yeah once we beat up these stalfoses we get our own mirror shield so that makes it easier but also going forward we'll have these like reflection puzzles we also start seeing floor masters yeah I'm... hate them which give me the willies yeah, uh, floor masters are usually uh, what I prefer if I have a choice between floor and wall masters in a game. But these floor masters acted like wall masters, where they will pull you back to the. the did anyone get got? Yeah, oh, I got got a couple times. Um, so I did not. There, <laughs> I is, was very happy about that. Um, there's a room somewhat early on where you know you see. There's a floor master after you complete the puzzle. And so, like, I kind of, like, went through the room and then didn't mess with it. But, like, on the way back, you have to backtrack. And I was like, oh, I'll just, like, use Medley to fly right over the floor master. And he grabbed me out of the air. Nice. Yeah, he he legit will grab you out of the air. And so that was, like, the first time it happened. Um, And then there's a room where you have to fly over... um, there's like a special fog in this dungeon that disables all your items and weapons. Mm-hmm. Yes. So you have to like fly kind of over this fog. I just rolled through it. I just ran through it. Uh, I, I used my leaf to, to create a path to, because I didn't, you know, I didn't know what the smoke would do to me at first. So I, I did that throughout the rest of the, of the dungeon too, where I would like at least make a path through, but eventually you get poisoned. And then if you have to make your way back, you just run back and instead of waiting for the, the leaf to start well, working again. 
I tried to fly over it with Medley, and one, there were two floor masters on the ground, and one threw a skull at me. Yes. <laughs> and then the other one just, like, grabbed Medley and, like, pulls her down into the ground. So if that happens, you have to, like, backtrack to, like, the main, like, the the first main room and, yeah. like, command Medley to fly out of this jail cell, basically. Oh, really? Um, yeah. yeah, it's pretty funny because she's like, oh, they trapped me. Anyways, I can fly, <laughs> uh, so I'll just go over this little fence here. Yeah, there, there's a room where it's uh, a bunch of columns, and it's, it's set up um, where there's just like a... Uh, there's a ton of them in there. There's like probably it's about a tiny seven or maze, eight. But they stay in one spot. They stay, yeah, they stay don't in move. one place. So if you know the maze path, you can just run through it. You'll be cursed, but you, so you can't use your items there. But if you just go around them, you can just easily get through there and get the treasure chest. That's if, what I did. Yeah, but once you get the I treasure chest... I didn't think it was like a maze, really, because I just like ran to the right, and it was fine. The right, but, yeah. See, I was on the left, so I ran into a bunch of them. I did but, like but an S-shape through. through it. I was able to roll past them. Uh, once you get that treasure chest, though, the fog goes away. And if you kill every single one of them, you get a treasure chart. Mm-hmm. That was the one that got me. Is yeah. Because I, it was the last one left, and I accidentally rolled into his little hole before he came out. No. So I got sucked in that way. Yeah, I came up also with a, a method of... This one actually was consistent of taking them out, but sometimes they, they won't pop up unless you're real close. And other times they're, you know, real ballsy about it, and, and they'll be just hanging out there waiting for you. What I think is cool is sometimes, like, when you get close to them, especially in that room, if there's a skull nearby, they'll just grab whatever's closest. Yes. So, like, I thought, like, that idea was cool. Like, they don't know what they're grabbing. They're just grabbing at the first thing <laughs> they're mad they see. They just want to <laughs> hurt you. Uh, the final section of this dungeon is kind of like this big silo we have to go down. Uh, the boss door is on the other side, kind of at the top. And we have to go down to, to get the boss key. I think this is where that uh, room with all the wall masters is. It's down here at the bottom. There's also a spot at the bottom of that silo that I did not go into. It's completely filled with smoke. I saw a floor master in there. You To get out, you have to climb on vines. There's nothing. It, like, you go down there. It's like there's... You go around the corner. There's a bunch of, like, skulls and stuff that you can smash that I think will give you, like magic or rupees or in your case hearts if you okay. need them otherwise no it's 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 a waste okay uh so down here is also where the boss key is found it is being guarded by a dark nut and he's backed up by three bubbles that have the set of fire or green poisony smoke or whatever has um the smoke that curses you so during this dark nut fight if you get hit by one of those bubbles you are incapacitated as far as your weapons are concerned for a little while. So I made sure to hit these bubbles first, just hit them with the Deku nut, knock them out of the smoke and then, and then go after them. You can also shoot them you can, before the, the bubbles even like aggro. Okay. You can just shoot the skulls on the ground. I, I and then Oh, before they turn into, Oh, okay. Yeah. If you, if you knocked out all the skulls, cause not all of them turn into bubbles yeah. or, or were there just I three? Just, I use arrows very liberally because I've got like the 99 arrow upgrade. Yeah. And I've never had to use anything near 99 arrows. So, 
Yeah, I just played it safe. Yeah, so taking out this room gets us the boss key, go back up. The final thing is we have to fly over the big circular silo column room. We are skipping over the one room with a whole bunch of mirrors that we have to push around. Oh, yeah, that's down here, too. Yeah. Um, that we go down. I think that's just before the area you're talking about with, like, the bridge and the and the poisonous smoke down below. Um, yeah, that one... It would have been more interesting if the pieces didn't lock into place as you moved. Right, if you had to actually do it yourself. Yeah, everything is just, like push this here and this here and this here and this here. It like, it basically tells you exactly what you have to do. There's no like sort of mix up of you having to be like, Oh, this is a laser puzzle where I have to figure out which way to turn these mirrors. It's yeah, just like no move them around and all. they'll do it all automatically. The, the only amount of puzzle solving that you have to do in this room would be figure out where to stand medley and link to yeah. knock out some of the walls, but that's really it. Yeah. Um, not that great. Like, yeah, if we could have turned the mirrors, that would have been a little bit cooler. But that is not the case. Uh, yeah, to get to the boss door, though, you have to fly over something. I was super paranoid, so I flew her over first, and then I used the Deku Leaf to get over, because I didn't know if she could get both of us over there without falling into that pit. Yeah, I just used the leaf. I was just like, yeah, I know that I'm not taking her in with me to a boss. Oh, true. So, right. Like, I don't need her. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. That's that's absolutely true. So, yeah, the uh, the boss fight. This is a... So, what is this a Poe? A giant Poe? Yeah. This is, this is Jahala. Jahala. This is, a, this is the Poe Union? Yeah. Uh. <laughs> It's out, a, of, out of out of uh, one out of many, basically. Yeah, this this straight up reminded me. I don't know. Maybe it's just me uh, of Oogie Boogie from Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah, I mean, just the, the way vibes. the way that Poe's are designed in this game overall, whether they yeah. are giant or small, they're basically the same kind of. Yeah, they have that look to them. But just all of them being in one being too, um, sort of added to that. Uh, yeah, so Jeremy said it earlier. Uh, I agree. Hurricane Spin is how I did uh, much of this battle. Well, at least the, the part that it comes to. So we, in order to get the Poe to show itself, they have been bad guys in this uh, in this dungeon. We have to shine light on them. They will become visible at that point. And for the big Poe, instead of attacking him, we have to use our power bracelets to pick him up and throw him into one of the spiked columns that are surrounding the room. And that will split him into all of his pieces. It's funny because you, you when you throw him, he like rolls over himself. It's almost like you're bowling with him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, when he splits into as many parts, that's when you can employ the hurricane spin. Uh, because it's not looking for... I think it might be timed, but... Only if it's timed, if you take forever, then you have to do it again. But once you kill a certain amount of bad guys, it will trigger the next quote-unquote form stage of the battle. Yeah, I feel like it, to some degree, is timed. I don't know, because like, there were times where it lasted like two seconds, because I like killed two of the Poes or something. Mm -hmm, right. Like, right off the bat. Um, I, tried, I don't have the hurricane spin, because like, the one time I tried to go back for the crest... I had nine. Yeah. 
Yeah, I had to go back uh, this time because I finally got two more and was like, okay. I know I'm going to yeah. need it at some point for like maybe doing the, the never-ending gauntlet, but I didn't even need it for that. So I was I was glad when it came in handy here. I just tried throwing bombs at them and then I just slashed them. Yeah. So. Uh, you do that three times, basically. It, it doesn't change very much. I think he, he starts throwing more fire at you maybe, but mm-hmm. he just gets more frantic and mad, but it basically doesn't well- change at all. He does like a a circus act fire breathing sort of thing at you. Um, well, he'll like take in a big breath and he'll, you know, blow fire at you. And then it's like his last form is a combination of that. And he'll throw like fireballs out that like sit on the ground for a minute. So like as you're like running around and the, the light that you need to hit him with uh, some of the like the the holes at this at the ceiling will close. So you have to like make sure you're timing it just right, getting there, being as effective as you can with your time with each of those little light holes. He'll also invert your controls. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh you. yeah, I forgot. That's, That's right. the other thing the pose do. If you get cursed by them, if you get hit by one of them or something. Yeah, there was a couple of frantic moments where I was just cu- surrounded in fire, surrounded by pose, and and I completely ran in a different direction or something and. But I made it out in the end. I almost had to do one more cycle because I did the hurricane spin, took out like five of the six remaining, and then went off in a different direction. And as one or one of them ran off in a different direction, I was like, "No, come back! I don't want to do this one more time. Just let me kill you." Yeah. No, I I, I was like after the very first time, and I realized like, oh, I need to do a cyclone spin. Like I was incredibly, I again tried to be as efficient as I can with it, where. As soon as I threw him at the spike, I started charging my sword. Right. Because, like, that was, like, that way, as soon as it would hit, I'd start the spin, and I'd be able to hit them all. And it was, like, it was funny how quickly it cut away to being, like, well, you killed the max that you can in this phase. Yeah, you're done. You're so, like, done. Because it, it would just be, he'd just be, like, done! And then it would just, he wouldn't go through the full spin Scream. at all because of that. Yeah. Yeah, it would stop you, right. And you don't have, and, and when you do it that way, you don't have to I'm not, sit I don't through dizzy. The, the dizzy part. Yeah, which I had to do for the like I said for the last one just to get one last guy. So yeah, that's done. Uh, grab our heart piece. Triforce in the middle of the room kind of glows, and we we conduct medley. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, we place the master sword there first, and and conduct medley. And the 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 little wings on the hilt of the master sword change. They they pop out. And it looks more like Master Sword. Like, did anyone else, when you when you were younger, when you first got the Master Sword, like, were taken aback by how weird it looked? Because it didn't have no. the little... No, the... didn't didn't think about it at the time. Yeah, I was like, that's strange, but okay. It does a very... Um, I forget if it's... Uh, what's that show called? Uh, the show with Lion-O... Uh, between uh, the lions, what? Thundercats. <laughs> it, it, I think if it's like a Thundercats thing or a Voltron thing, where the sword like expands. Okay, I can see that too. In like the opening, where he like puts the sword up by him. Mm-hmm. I think the sword like expanding is like. So yeah, we let's so we conduct medley. Sword's back to normal. She's like, don't worry, I got this prayer thing. You just keep killing people, and we'll get through this guy. Yeah. Is the sword stronger now? Do we know? I think so. 
I should look into that because I know that that uh, like on randomizers there are multiple sword upgrades instead of just two. Because so. if it is like I don't necessarily want to do the dungeon thing until I have the, the powered up strong. sword. Yeah, I would say I'd say look into that. Yeah, we'll f- I'll follow up with you on that. Okay, and we can tell you about it uh, next time. So yeah, for our next episode, we will be heading to the Wind Temple, which I think might be my favorite dungeon in the game, but I haven't played this game in over a decade, so I, I don't remember. I um, will preemptively agree with you on that. We'll see. Yeah. But, I, but in, my, in my mind, this is my favorite, but it may just be because I love our little friend that's going to be joining us. It's true. Our little friend is great. So go ahead and change the winds to the north, uh, set your sails, and we will meet back here on Chat of the Wild.